What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know I skipped three years worth of lectures Just to binge watch awful shows There must be some scholarship For accruing worthless knowledge It's my only talent, honey That and losing money your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor bachelor hey and welcome back to the bachelor of hearts a new bachelor australia podcast from current bachelor and future bachelor of arts xavier rubetsky noonan that's him Hey, that's me. Hi, welcome. You made it. Come on and in. And also, current Bachelor of Arts and former Bachelor, Max Quinn. This is me. Hi, welcome. You have made it. Come on in. Yeah, now now you can you can put your coat here by the door. Um, mm-hmm. There's a place to put your bag uh, just over here. But before, um, you know, before you get too comfortable, um, just let me give you a big old hug. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, some other house rules. Um, please, if you're going to go in the chocolate bath, like... Just make sure that you shower afterwards. Yeah, yeah, and 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 do take off your shoes before you go in the chocolate bar. Xavi, <laughs> um, hey, hey, Max, how Welcome. you doing? How you doing? I'm doing uh, good. Yeah, things are great, man. Um, right now, I'm I'm pretty hungover, um, cool. but I'm I'm not gonna let that get in the way. Uh, if anything, I think it's gonna help today. Did you watch The Bachelor last night and drink a lot? Uh, I didn't watch The Bachelor. I watched the movie Gods of Egypt. Uh, uh, but I did drink a fucking lot. <laughs> that movie, that movie needs some help. Wow. Um, yeah. Tell me about Gods of Egypt before we get into the Bachelor, because okay. I am slightly, actually, I'm very disinterested in it, and I feel like if anyone's <laughs> going to win me over, you are the person. Yeah. Okay. So, so look, uh, the movie's not very good, mm. um, but you know, it was a stunning Blu-ray 4K transfer. <laughs> so you know, those gorgeous CG effects looked, you know. Uh, what's this movie about? So there's all these mummies. There's not a single mummy in this movie, okay? That's one thing. Uh, and, uh, and you know, everyone just fucking... All the gods are, like, transform into Transformers or something, and they punch each other, and... Uh, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention, Max. I don't know. I barely watched this movie. Um, oh. but, but don't bother watching it. It's not very good. Thank you very much for that. I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Let's talk about The Bachelor, which is what we're here to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one, one note on good, goods of Egypt. More like bads of Egypt. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Try the veal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever tried veal? I don't think I have. No, neither have I. No, no. And um, I say it all the time, but uh, I honestly, if I ever say that to you, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm giving you a false recommendation. Yeah, I mean, I've never tried it veal. Could be good. Yep, it, it could be goods of Egypt. Oh. We just don't know. We we just me. don't know, Max. Hey, it's been a, it's actually been a big week. I'm back in Sydney. If you, if you couldn't tell, last week we you know we recorded face to face. I'm back in Sydney. Um, yeah. You've been doing cool shit in Melbourne. You just released a brand new hot single. I did. I released a song. It's called The Boys. Um, it's been going a little, a little well on social media, which I really am happy with. I'm very overwhelmed by the positive outflow of responses. Um, and Max, I'm this proud song, of song is very good. Thank you. Yeah, you did a great job. Everyone Thanks. who listens to our podcast should go listen to it. Well, the thing is, like, I don't want them to, like, get too, too hyped up because this podcast, Davey, is perfect. And I don't know if I can hold uh, my own music to the same mm. lofty standards. That's true. When, you know, because this podcast is perfect. It's true. And, and I think part of it is the collaboration between you and I. It's a um, real, real collaborative process. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's something that we've done in the past with music stuff. It's something we'll sure. do in the future with music stuff. Absolutely. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is all you. So, you know, I guess I guess people can listen to it and just think like, oh, imagine what it would be like with XRN. Yeah. Imagine like, what Xavier would have contributed to this. Yeah. Like, did did he mention wanting to record a tambourine part for the song? <laughs> and, then, and then it sort of came together without his... Input <laughs> or something like that, you know. But like the listeners at home, like I think it'll just be a really interesting study of like you know what is it that makes this podcast so awesome. Mm. Um, and and the thing is about about having a perfect podcast. If you if you'll allow me to to sort of go off on a tear here, no, for no, a it's bit. fine. I think um, uh, everyone's got time for it. The thing, is, like we came out of the gate pretty strong with this podcast, and and I do think I do think that the first few episodes that we did were perfect, and yep. we've said that since the beginning, and mm. I'm going to maintain that. But here's the thing. When you start really strong and you say it's perfect, yep. there's the expectation that it's not going to keep getting better. 
you know, people think like, oh, you've hit attained perfection and like, sure, you keep delivering it from week to week. Like mm-hmm. every episode is that standard of like excellence, but is it getting better and better and better? And like, it makes me so proud to be able to say that it, that is happening. That's and definitely happening. What I think that we're doing is we're sort of reshaping perceptions of what perfection is. It's true. It's true. If you were to look at Richie and you were to think maybe that he was the perfect man at the start of this season, yeah. maybe uh, by now you've warmed your hearts to two other perfect men mm. who maybe have a little bit of a, of a different perception of what perfect may be. Yeah. Maybe they have the body mass index of Caterpillar. Maybe, <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe you'll say something self-deprecating now. Uh, I have the body max, max, body max, body index. max index. Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got the BMI of uh, a fatter pillar, <laughs> uh, and I'm single though, you know. Hey, so, yeah, hey. he's good. I like him. All right, yeah. Um, um, and big I got week. A, oh yeah, big week. I got a new job, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I got, yeah, you did. I got a paid writing gig, That's which so uh, sick. I'm so glad fucking, that it's a paid writing gig. Yeah, imagine that, right? In the year yeah. 2016, I'm going to write things that, you know, like about music, which is what I did my degree about, and they're going to give me money for it. That's sick. And you can check out uh, Xavier's contributions on www.uporn.com slash Xavier writes about music. <laughs> slash comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be a real show. It's sick. Xavier's going to be a paid music writer for music feeds, and that's yeah. very cool. That's really true. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to start up really soon. So I'll let you know if any of that is something you should be knowing about. It always is. Oh, of course. Yeah. Hey, speaking of music, do you yeah. think... Um, so big week, Frank Ocean drop, dropped that, that new hotness, right? Yep. Do you, re- do, you reckon, do you reckon Richie is a big Frank Ocean fan? Because he, he does love blondes. He loves blondes. He does love the ocean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's on TV. He's on channel 10, not channel orange though. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think Richie, um, would he go for Frankie O? I reckon probably, um, he would have to be shown it. I think someone would have to show him Frankie O. Yeah. He'd be like the popular recording artist, Frank Ocean. Yeah. He'd be like international celebrity superstar <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, even that sounds a bit too excited for him. Mm-mm, you're right. Here yeah. is a man named Frank Ocean. <laughs> Frank Ocean. Francis Ocean. <laughs> There's an ocean of chocolate in this episode, right? I know. Yeah, there was an ocean of chocolate. Um, there was maybe like, I don't know. I think give Frank Ocean like nine more albums mm-hmm. and then Richie will like jump on board with Ocean's Eleven. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. I think that's maybe more his wheelhouse. Yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of... No. Segways? Yeah, no, no we're not going to do that. Let's just no. talk about the show. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. So, The Bachelor is a TV show that airs on the Channel 10 every <laughs> week. Um, and we love to watch it and talk about it on this show, if you're just joining us for the first time or whatever. Hi. Um, Hello, this, welcome. Yeah, this week um, we, we said some goodbyes to some people who are on the show who are now not on the show anymore. Yeah, we are really fond farewells, I'd say. Yeah, um, so, so we like to start our episodes by, you know, by sending those people off uh, with a tip of the hat, um, or something. Isn't that, mm-hmm. that's just a men's rights thing now, right? You can't tip your hat anymore. It's done. No, no, no. You tip your fedora, I think. Yeah. It's like, it's like the word milady. Like it's just gone now from the vocabulary. Can't do you that. Can't, yeah. It's just, you, you had your chance and you ruined it, everybody. Nope. Um, no, no, no. oh, speaking of no, we say goodbye to no knee. <laughs> I love a segue, man. No, yeah, it is. It is so weird how she made it this far in the show with no knees. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just crazy that she was able to get this far, and she was straight legged the entire time. And Richie yeah. was like, "This isn't a problem." There were like sporting dates. There were all sorts of physical challenges that she overcame, like it was nothing. Yeah, look, my, I mean, perhaps it made a uh, made it a little bit of a problem for him to uh, to go on the date and mm. to take her on a single date. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah, I guess. Maybe over like week by week, he was just trying to work out the perfect single date to take her on with no knees. Like you know, <laughs> like maybe they were going pin diving or something. But he, you know, the pool was closed because it was winter. I don't know. There's plenty of reasons. Yeah, maybe there was um, a skiing date and she was one of the skis. <laughs> yeah, but they couldn't line up the other one. And, 
They, apparently, no one on production had heard of snowboarding. No, it's weird. So strange. Snow need, don't snowboarding? Quite, snow, no, boy. Let's let's <laughs> oh, keep going with this. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, uh, Noni um, was uh, the girl who uh, loved bacon. That was the main thing that we knew about her through 10 episodes of the show. It was established in episode one. It was returned to in episode four. Uh, and mm-hmm. since then, we pretty much knew that she wanted a single date and that she was more or less doomed to not getting one. Richie, uh, over the course of a few episodes, uh, has said things like, I'm not here to lead anyone down the garden path. I don't want to mm. lead anyone astray. And mm. yet, Noni somehow survived 10 episodes of this show. Yeah, with no single date and very, very little attention paid to her. I will say, like, we, you know, we, we kind of cotton on to the fact that she actually seemed pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, fairly early. Mm. Um, she, you know, she talked about also being a swimwear designer. It's true. We and, were early adopters yeah. of Noni. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, I think it's a real shame. It's not a surprise, but it's a real shame that the show never, like, never took the time to uh, establish her as a character. Yep. But I guess now we know why. Like, she wasn't going to make it through. Um, she was kind of just. I don't know, background, like wallpaper for the sure. show. Yeah, and that's yeah. like an early editing decision, I guess. And if you know that someone's going to make it that far, but mm. isn't going to be a real contributor to the drama or very much to the storyline. I mean, she didn't even get a single date. So at that yeah. point, she's condemned to an invisible edit. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And, you know, nobody can hold anything against her, really, because she got this far without having a single date. She didn't tread on anyone's shoes or anything. Sure. Like, that's just it. You know, she was just there and now she's not. Um, but I do think she's cool. She went on uh, the fucking project uh, and talked about, you know, being evicted from the show and she seemed pretty chill about it. Yeah, she was all right. Um, so, yeah, good on you, Noni. Um, and this week we also said goodbye to uh, two of our intruders um, who we just recently acquired. What a valuable um, exercise those intruders were. Oh, absolutely. I really think we got a lot out of them, particularly Kalia, who... Um, well, you might remember, um, you know, most of, most of the women, um, when they've come on the show uh, and talked about their height, they've used sort of like uh, Im- imperial measurements or metric measurements. Sure. Um, but Kalia, she was actually talking about it in hands um, <laughs> because Kalia's a horse lady, I guess. And yeah. that's all. That's, that's it. All that we knew. Yeah. Um, so Kalia's gone. Um, and so is Sarah, um, who... You know, she we 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 said she had kind of like a chipmunky kind of helium voice. Yep. I don't know if I like having said that. To be honest, I don't know if I want to wear that because you know people can't choose their voice or whatever. Um, but really, like there wasn't much to either of these people that we saw. No, you know? we didn't get a lot, and we didn't get a lot yeah. from. Uh, it, d- it did seem like Sarah was given a few opportunities to have a chat to Richie, but just wasn't able to come up with the goods in a way that yep. uh, you know spurned any sort of spawned any sort of further conversation. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think we'll get into a little bit of like more more towards like why these guys got n- knocked out uh, while we recap the episode. Sure, um, which I think maybe we should do. How do you feel about that? Let's get right into it. All right, so The Bachelor Australia season four episode nine. Woo! Um, so you know, at, at the start of this week, the women are just starting to adjust to life in the mansion now that Kira's gone. Um, you know, everybody is feeling good because she was kind of a dark cloud over the house, apparently. Uh, Kiki suggests that they all breathe a collective sigh of relief. Sure. Um, and there's a little bit of speculation about who the next date's going to go to. And then Osha comes in, who, um, if you didn't know, uh, is actually very cool. Um, and he's handsome and I like him a lot. Mm. Um so, Osha Ginsberg comes in. He greets the women with a single date card. Um, at this point, we're fully expecting a Noni single date. She's the only woman from the original round who hasn't been picked yet. Uh, but Kiki reads the clue, let's take it up a gear, and it's revealed to be a date for Steph, um, who's one of the newcomers. Uh, she's the one who's 25. She's a model. She always wears red lipstick. Um, she's from WA too, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. 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 So, uh, Steph is on what I would consider a good boat. <laughs> kind of like uh, now we've got good boat, like my favorite song. Um, she, <laughs> she says uh, she hasn't spent that much time searching for love. Um, oh, she's from Ballarat. She says you don't date in Ballarat. Oh, it just doesn't right. happen. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Richie zooms up to the boat on a jet ski, um, which uh, really gets Steph's motor running. Uh, as they chat over a couple of uh, definitely just orange juices with nothing else in them, <laughs> um, the producers are playing the like the music that means she's going to stick around for a while. Mm. Um, you know that that music that sounds weirdly like the intro to Do you know the song Mr. E's Beautiful Blues by the Eels? Absolutely, I do. Yeah, goddamn like, right, it's a beautiful day. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, uh, and it is a beautiful day. They're having a nice time. Um, Steph is looking for someone honest, trusting, and who can communicate. Um, Richie says his list of requirements is even longer. 
um, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> what are they, Richie? Yeah, he doesn't really say. They not, we, that ha- has not been extrapolated at all during this show. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and in classic Bachelor fashion, they hop on a very loud vehicle. They both get on the jet ski at this point, um, thus shutting down any communication. Um, Steph in voiceover says that she loves that Richie is a petrol head uh, and that the jet ski ride is providing them with a lot of adrenaline. So, you know, okay. Uh, Richie pretends he's got something really special planned. Um, production, <laughs> obviously, have got something really special planned. Um, they've laid out red wine and marshmallows for them to enjoy by a fire while they have a little DNM about their feelings. Now, is this in Mudgy? Uh, mm, it's unclear. I'm not sure. I feel like they must whip people away to Mudgy all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember where this season's being filmed. It used to be in, like, Hunter's Hill. Like, it was quite inner city, and now it's a little bit further out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you could be, you could be right. Mudgy might just be like the next town over. Or sure. Whatever. Um, so Steph says she's in this for herself, uh, and she comes off like quietly self-confident, uh-huh. uh, and willing, willing to play the game. Um, Richie says that she's intelligent, uh, and that she's beautiful, uh, drink. Uh, he <laughs> says that he can see a future with her and that he wants to keep learning more about her. So he gives her a rose. Um, I got to be honest, like as much as I like Steph, I really, I really kind of like Steph. I think she's cool. Um, this chat here, like nearly put me to sleep. Yeah. It was very boring. Um, um I think yeah. that they also dressed Steph up to look like one of the girls who waves the checkered flag at like formula one racing. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's the she totally looks like that. Orange fluoro gold coast outfit. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, it seems very, uh, it seems a very easy way to say I love adrenaline. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I think it's it's very clear sort of signposting, uh, as they like to do with with costuming and music and stuff, and, and every aspect of the show, I guess, mm. um, making sure everyone fits into a little niche. Um, this is also the point where uh, Richie says, "I never want to take a girl down the garden path unless I see a future there," um, which is yeah. I hopefully Noni didn't hear that or find out <laughs> about that or anything. Maybe he maybe he literally means like the garden, like the the path out of the the garden. In the Bachelor Mansion. Wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. I think uh, metaphor is maybe a little, <laughs> a little bit beyond him. Um, anyway, that's a single day. I don't know. You know, that's not... <laughs> you don't start an episode of a podcast like this, guys. Uh, but it's not very interesting. The group date uh, is next. All ten ladies, um, Osha and Richie, uh, gather on the lawn for what Osha calls the Bachelor Compatibility Test. Fuck this. Yes. <laughs> It's um, just, oh boy, this made me very angry. Yes, indeed, yeah. Um, a lot of yucky stuff this app. I'm mm. just going to tease that, mm. but yeah. Um, with, with the help of quote-unquote relationship expert Samantha Jane. Now, Samantha um, served no practical purpose. Yeah, absolutely not. No, she was reading a questionnaire. That was it. You don't have to be an expert for that. Nope. Um, but I guess she must be really stoked for an opportunity like this, because if you're a relationship expert, quote-unquote, and you go on The Bachelor, you're kind of winning. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, if you're a relationship expert, you must have been the one that didn't get on Married at First Sight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just knocked back by every other dating reality show. Sure. Um, so whoever gets the highest, quote-unquote, compatibility score... This is a thing you can measure with numbers. Um, we'll get some alone time with Richie, and there's going to be a few rounds of challenges and shit. Uh, the first round includes a number of multiple choice questions, and the five girls with the most answers matching Richie's go on to the next round. Um, so they're questions like, are you a spender or a saver? Um, it turns out Richie is a spender. Must be nice. Sure. Um, there are questions like cats or dogs, which is really important. Yep. Um, Rich, Richie's a dog guy. We, we know he's the owner of a very large dog, or at least he's currently responsible for one. <laughs> or I guess currently irresponsible for one because he's on The Fucking Bachelor. Um, hey, Max Mom, Obi- can you look after me, massive dog, for a bit? <laughs> this dog that's bigger than you, um, will you please take care of it for me? I have to go and smooch lots of random women. <laughs> Um, Max, I would be losing this very, very badly. Uh, I am a cat person. I am yep. a saver if yes. I have any money. Yes. Um, but yeah, these are these are some really tough relationship questions, right? It <laughs> really they... is like it's it's a way to sort the men from the boys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, oh, the boys now on Bandcamp, one dollar download. Um, yeah. Good thing they brought in an expert uh, for this. It's really um, yeah. It's it's so important that they brought in someone who could scientifically analyze uh, mm. the results to these multiple choice questions. Do you want to do a couple now, Xavier? 
Yeah, of course. Do you have some questions there? Yeah, all right. So, this is the glamourmagazine.co.uk love calculator. Um, okay, good. All right. We'll just see what our compatibility rate is. So, it requires me to put in uh, my name, which is Max, okay. um, and then his name, which is you. So, Xavier? Yeah, that's me. Okay, great. And then... And uh, welcome to Bachelor of Arts. <laughs> <laughs> you press a button that says, is it love? Um, Wait, that's it? Is, are there any questions or literally just names? No, it's just names. Does it, does it just say like, uh, we do not recognize homosexual relationships, <laughs> so it is not a match. Well, Xavier, I've got to tell you, we've got a 41% love compatibility. Oh, uh, and it says Cinderella and Prince Charming, dream on. You two are more like Punch and Judy. Oh. oh, we're very entertaining and people love to listen to our comedy styling. It's right? true. Is that it? Yeah, and behind the scenes, there's someone pulling at all our strings. Mm. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out who. Oh, sure. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Punch and Judy, though, that's a very visual medium. It is. And we're audio boys <laughs> through and through. <laughs> that's true. You may have heard our previous podcast, The Audio Boys. That's right, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you heard us talking about our, our body max indexes. <laughs> you know, that's not what the show's all about. Um, but anyway, yeah, 41%, that's a drag. Maybe yeah, I, I do need to go on Bachelor. Such a drag, yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh, well, you know, uh, I, I'm glad we asked the experts. Yeah, it's, this is nice. I, it's a shame that the podcast has to come to an end now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately, this is it. We didn't even get halfway through this fucking group day. <laughs> All um, right, what happens so, next? So Rachel's pretty surprised that she and Steph come in equal first place, um, meaning they've technically got the most in common, not just with Richie, but also with each other, at least considering these answers. Oh, yeah. Um, so Rachel is, yeah, this is Rachel's opportunity to start being a little bit of a, like a sub-villain of this season. Yep. Um, she's, she's, you know, she reiterates that she figured Steph was just like a bogan. Um, cool. Yay. Fight each other on the show. <laughs> um, so anyway, Alex, Kiki, and Faith join Rachel and Steph for round two, which is the touch test. Um, so Richie is blindfolded and the other ladies will watch from inside the mansion as each of these final five try and convey who they are without talking. Uh, and the highest two scores move on to the next round. There's some extremely obvious and weird product placement at this point. Yes. Um, for, for extra. I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if you caught it. Um, there's just a very blatant like cutaway. The, there's girls inside the house watching on a big TV screen. And uh, I guess Wrigley's, who make extra gum, just want us to like randomly snack on gum while we're watching our blindfolded friends making out. Yeah, they were a sponsor last season as well. And I, re- I don't remember the girl's name, but she looked like Jean Rooney, the swimmer. Um, and she mm-hmm. was the spokesperson for it last year. And so every right. so often it would cut away to the ads and it would be like, are you macking on someone right now? Here's some yeah. gum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very strange. Anyway, um, so we watch we watch all these women try and uh, convince... What are they trying to do? They're trying to just like rub body parts on Richie so that so that he'll be able to tell who they are. Oh, yeah. So Faith, I think like, they just want him to like it. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they just want him to have a good time, I guess. Yeah. Faith, uh, Faith spins Richie around a bit. Uh, he says, crikey. She gives him a hug and a little bit of a back rub. Uh, it's very awkward. Honks his opinion. boobs. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's some boob stuff that happens. Um, yeah, Kiki seems to be trying to get him to remember her boobs. She's just like sort of smushing them up against him. <laughs> uh, everyone, everyone makes comments about it. it's like, oh, she can do it. She's got the boobs. She's got or whatever. the boobs. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Steph like ramps it up a little bit. She like strokes his chin. I don't know. Alex and Alex and Richie really seem to click in this challenge, though. Probably probably more so than the others, as far as I can tell. Um, they've they've shared some sort of physical chemistry stuff before, mm-hmm. and you can see that stuff coming up again. Like she's quite good at putting the moves on him, uh, and so she's one of the winners, uh, the ultimate winners of this round. Um, Richie couldn't really tell who was who, but he picks women uh, that you know number one and number five, which is Faith and Alex. Um, and so we go to the third test, which measures communication, trust, and teamwork. Richie is blindfolded again, and the girls have to navigate him while he drives a golf cart through an obstacle course, uh, picking up dry cleaning, stopping at a fake bottle-o, and just generally just doing a bunch of errands, I guess. (laughs) I I think this is the idea of this date, like, similar to the baby thing and the fucking cooking. It's like they're just trying to test their willingness and ability to just do errands for Richie. Just do normal Aaron just, life yeah, shit. Like, he probably actually needed to pick up a bottle of wine and pick up his dry cleaning, <laughs> and they structured the whole date around it. Sure. 
Um, they, uh, they, so, so they lose points for knocking over too many cones, um, which depending on who you ask is true of, is true of bachelor life in your twenties as well. Um, Faith, Faith's, uh, sort of gentle direction makes her the ultimate winner. Uh, and so the crew from N2 Extreme Gelato product placement, ding, um, they make some liquid nitrogen gelato with like a million toppings for the two of them. Uh, because, uh, get this, Richie says today's all about chemistry. You Ooh, see something uh, about liquid nitrogen, you know? And yeah, Faith's you like, get I get it. Yeah, she's like, all right, already. I um, understand. Richie, yeah, Richie jokes that science has determined that he and Faith will end up together. But it's gross, because at this point, Richie's like, kidding? He's like... He's like, oh, would you ever, would you ever consider moving to Perth, or should I move to Brizzy? It's like you should be having these conversations. You should legit be having conversations like this. And the thing about Faith is that she seems to bring out the best in Richie. I think like he seems like he's at his most fun and at his most relatable when he's with her. Yeah, totally. And I also think like he's definitely the most active and engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, like there, there are a lot of times where he'll be on a date and you don't really feel that chemistry, and he's kind of just saying like, oh, you're gorgeous and you're cool, and like tell me more about you but with faith i think there is a bit more back and forth there totally it's very yeah. like it's quite seems natural and flirty mm. and it doesn't seem like the uh the passionate romantic thing that he has going on with alex but it seems like mm. the actual thing that might work in real life yeah totally it does seem a little bit more realistic that said he is a fucking scrub like <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like jokingly asking how many kids they're gonna have uh, like who's gonna be the breadwinner like which is fucked because it's like d- don't like that's not funny like it's not yeah. you know it's not oh subversion of expectations like maybe you'll be the breadwinner or whatever like, <laughs> but yeah he's he's just he's absolutely kidding and yeah. it, it's really it really sucks to see but but you know faith is uh faith is willing to hear it out um uh, he says life with you sounds pretty cool uh and he gives her a rose um and so good on you yeah a little bit of a smooch of course it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a date without it that's what I always say. <laughs> it's not my personal motto or anything. Um, anyway, let's go to the cocktail party. Hey, um, God, I don't fucking feel like it right now. But uh, um, Richie somehow has Alex's white rose um, and he gives it to her. Uh, it's like in his jacket pocket. This isn't clarified at all. I don't understand. Um, I didn't think that he was allowed to do that. And I am not hmm. sure why he was not arrested for doing it. The the white rose thing is a fucking free for all. Like there are no rules about this thing at all. And like, it's literally just like an excuse for Richie and Alex to do shit every fucking time for no reason. And, and it, it does seem like the production may want to rethink this next season. I mean, to, to be fair, it has caused uh, and been a source of a lot of drama, but the drama hasn't been particularly uh, interesting. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Like, you're, you're manufacturing a conflict that is going to be the same every single time. Absolutely. And that's not ideal. Like, it's not good for the show. No, and but the thing that it has served to do is build the chemistry between Alex and, and Richie. But imagine if he'd given that rose to someone different on the first day. Yeah. You know what Which, I mean? Which, like, he so easily could have. He could have given it to Alex Tiffany. just kind of got in quickly. Yeah, exactly. He could have given it to anyone. He could have given it to somebody who could have gone home by now. Yep. Or... Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's weird. But anyway, they have a chat. Um, she says that she's been waiting nine cocktail parties for this moment, which, like, so I guess she knew this could happen. I, I, I'm not sure. It's not clear. I don't know. Um, he asks how things are with her son, Elijah. Um, obviously, he's at home, so, like, she doesn't really have any updates or anything. No. Um, but she does say if Richie wasn't worth it, she wouldn't be away from him right now, um, which good. is kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Richie Bing's... Richie Bing? Yep, he Bing's Chandler her. Bing? Yep. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Richie bongs Rachel to another, um, secluded little spot away from anyone. And, and, and again, like you're in a huge fucking mansion. Why would you ever like not try and find a private spot? The whole house Um, freaks out about this. Everybody loses it. They're like, where, Um, where? Oh, excuse me. Goodness me. Well, oh, um, pardon know, me. Are we still this? on The Bachelor? Uh, Are we prisoners you, in this house? I can't here? see him. Ooh. Is he here? I want to kiss him. <laughs> um, Richie says to Rachel, when I'm with you, I don't feel like I'm talking to a girl. I feel like I'm talking to a woman. <sighs> Shut up. Shut up. He praises her um, for her directness. Is that a way of just saying you're old? Because she's um, the oldest one there. Is Rachel now the oldest? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I guess so. He's probably just thinking, like, well, yeah, everyone else is, like, 24. Um, thank you for being a grown-up. But Richie's not a grown-up. He's nope. a child in a man's body. Yeah, no, no. 
I don't understand. It's very confusing. Um, yeah, it's confusing. Speaking of confusing, it's a fucking cocktail party. These things are always such a shit show. Alex gets a bit teary at this point. Apparently, Rachel has been questioning Alex's presence on the show, um, given that she's like left a child at home. Um, it's like, yeah, Alex really doesn't need to like waste her time on this stuff, in my opinion. Um, but you know, she says Rachel's stirring the pot, and that she's not. He- you know, Alex uh, says she's not here to play games, drink. Uh, all right. Yeah, drink, I guess, you know, not here to make friends or whatever. It's pretty standard shit. It's it's a cocktail party, you know. There's some drama, um, there's some alcohol. Yeah, it's really not all that engaging, though. The interesting um, thing, though, is that Nikki is the one who ends up comforting Alex in her moment of need. That's true, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily have picked that. No, no, and it does uh, paint Nikki in a very, very flattering light um, as someone yeah. who is, at this point, one of the, the two presumptive winners of the show. I think so. I mean, yeah, she's getting a little bit more background treatment right at the moment. Yep. Um, but I can see her having like a third act, you know, up, uptick um, and, you know, really making an impression. I can see her doing hometowns and shit for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's often how they play that with uh, with the characters who end up doing quite well on shows like this where they'll have increased moments of visibility at important times. Um, yeah. And then uh, will die down into the background a little bit, especially if they're not the source of the drama, um, which sure, Alex yeah. appears to be. In this yeah. case, you know, and as much as we're seeing of Alex, we're not sure, you know, it doesn't necessarily guarantee her a win. It does make her a favorite, I think, but we yeah. could, I think, just as easily see Nikki as the winner, which is not what the love leaderboard would indicate, by the way. Oh, interesting. Is it time for us to check in again? Let's check in because Elena yeah. is sitting at 45% of the vote. Wow. Okay. So she's, she's dropped down 5%. Yep. Um, but that's still a staggering lead. It is an incredible lead over Nikki, who is now in second place with 26%. Uh, yeah, Alex right. has twenty three percent, and Faith has five percent. Everyone else has nothing. Wow! Yeah, people are people are so sure. People love Elena, I, and I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I get it either. We'll I mean, get to her. look. Yeah, we'll get to her, and I do think she's great. But like, I I don't I don't know if I agree with those numbers. No, I think um, that there might anyway. be something askew with uh, the Bachelor's social media. Oh, I can't believe that that could be the case. Mm. Uh, we've talked about the team of interns that run that thing, right? <laughs> Um, anyway, we're at the rose ceremony. It's the end of the episode. Richie is forced to send two women home this time. Uh, and for literally no fucking reason, he chooses, uh, Sarah to stay, um, sending intruder slash horse Kalia and, uh, completely underdeveloped original round girl Noni home. Um, she, uh, Noni, Noni, her, her goodbye is quite sweet. She says, uh, those ladies over there, like she says this to Richie, those ladies over there don't go bake in their hearts, which is like so sad. Cause that's what she oh. said about her heart. Noni, we love you. Yeah. So as knowns. Yeah. Come on the show. Yeah. If you want to come and have a chat, yeah. we're here. She was on the project and they suggested that she date Kevin Bacon. Like great job. Oh, for Great fuck's fucking sake. job. We would treat her way better than that. I'm just saying. It's true. We are here for the right reasons. And those reasons are talking about The Bachelor that's on right. the internet. And, and getting more Twitter followers. I at think that's the main Xavier thing. Noonan, at Xavier Not Ryan. even close. No, I know. No. Hey, we watched another episode of The Bachelor this week. It's Why true. don't we talk hey, about can it? can we talk about how those two women uh, that got voted off were both brunettes? Just quickly. Oh, yeah. That's worth mentioning. Um, yeah. He, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know what to say. It just makes me mad. Well, look, he is uh, fulfilling his potential as uh, perhaps the next Hugh Hefner, living yeah. in a Isn't mansion so, surrounded by what now amounts to nine blonde women. Yeah, I think there's one. There's oh, like it's one, Rachel. Yeah, Rachel's yeah. the sole brunette with blonde highlights. Rachel made the cut because she got those highlights, I guess. I feel like she's probably next off the chopping block. Yeah. Can you imagine that, though? Can you imagine the Twitter shit show, like the shitstorm, um, if he votes off the only non, like, bleach blonde, like, you know, like a platinum blonde hair person oh, yeah. uh, in the cast? Look, and it's coming. It is coming. It's just a matter of time. Yep. Um, so, we start The Bachelor Australia episode 10. Um, with a, uh, a single date. Um, Osh- you know, Osha Ginsburg. Have I mentioned... Have I mentioned before that I actually really like this guy? I actually I don't know uh, who he is. Can you tell me a bit about him? Well, you know, he's an Australian media tycoon. <laughs> 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 I don't think that's true. Uh, he's a he's a presenter of uh, of television and radio, uh, and he has a great podcast. Um, and he's a handsome guy with good hair. We like him, I think. 
We like him, yes. He greets the eight remaining women with good news. It's a single date card. Um, and after a little bit of speculation o- over who deserves it, it's Noni. Uh, it's not Noni, though. Um, it's revealed that Alex will be, uh, quote, taking the plunge with Richie. Um, so Richie waits, leaning against a firetruck red Ferrari to pick up Alex. Sponsored by Ferrari um, this episode. That's right, yeah. Um, the number plate is not funny, uh, and it's not uh, real nice and cool uh, in any discernible way, um, unfortunately. Although, it does have a Queensland number plate, which, you know, that's something. That's, that's kind of funny. Maybe they've rented it. I don't know. Is that yeah, something? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Uh, Actually, I'll tell you, that. I know how that works because I got my car registered in Victoria earlier this year, Ooh. and I left it too late, and I had to drive all the way to Geelong to do it, and then my oh, number boy. plates were rusted onto my car, and so I was stranded at a super cheap auto trying oh, to man. WD-40 off my license plates. And then a nice man came along with a big tool. Uh, not like that. Uh, <laughs> nice man came along with a uh, uh, big tool and yeah. he uh, fixed it for me. That is, that's good. I'm glad you got it fixed because it's such a nice Ferrari. Like that, that paint job is beautiful. Yeah, Those thank rims. you. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, my Ferrari. Yeah. Um, so Richie does a lot of revs, uh, and Alex says "woo." Um, that's that's Fuck it. That we... Fuck! This is such a weird thing from him. I don't quite understand the like the petrol headedness of him. No, no, I don't get it. I don't know where it comes from. I mean, I mean he works on like an oil rig. Sorry. Do you think he's been to summer nats? I don't know what that is. Okay, so it's this big car convention in Canberra that people go to every year to like. Uh, take their shirts off and and leer at women uh, who also yeah, go to some nats and like look at cars. Yeah, I think that's kind of how it works. Yeah, um, I, I think wouldn't those are the three big selling points. Yeah, that sounds like Richie's cup of tea. Mm. Uh, they roll up to what Alex calls a beautiful establishment. Um, duh, lady, it's a manor. Haven't you ever fucking been to a manor before? <laughs> Have you not been to the Mudgy Manor? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and it's time for a decadent chocolate experience, thanks to a very branded Lint Master Chocolatier named Thomas, another unsung hero of the Bachelor universe, the Thomas Bachelor Extended Bachelor universe. Next year. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Well, I think they should have all of the background characters that we've picked up on, like uh, the bartender and suitors stuff. For next yeah, they should year. all be suitors of the next Bachelor. Or in his case, a sweeter. Mmm, very good. I like that. Thank you. Five stars. On iTunes, iTunes. Uh, yeah. yeah. He welcomes them to, quote-unquote, chocolate heaven and informs the couple that they're going to make chocolate for one another, um, which hopefully will sum up their personalities. Um, And at this point, Richie extols the virtues of cooking messily with your partner, which I have to say, like, I completely disagree. Um, The two of them are wasting a great deal of food at this point, getting chocolate all over one another, and they're ruining their very nice white aprons in the process. Max, I don't like this kind of stuff. I won't stand for it. Oh, I think it's it's gross. Um, Have you thought about how much chocolate that they're wasting that they could be eating? Yeah, a whole fucking lot, and it's about to get a lot worse as well. Give me a ladle, Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so so Richie unveils his final quote-unquote sweet surprise. Oh-ho. The two of them will enjoy the ultimate indulgence. I feel like I have to say this real sexy, like, <laughs> the ultimate indulgence, a chocolate bath. That's right, a, ch- a chocolate bath. You said it like it's a prize that you could win on the prices, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right, come on down. Um, it's a really, I guess it's a neat idea, 500 liters of melted chocolate and until you place literally any body part into it at which point it's completely ruined i i wonder if these uh, if the production saw what happened to augustus gloop <laughs> are they aware of the history of bathing in chocolate um but yeah so they get all sticky and slimy Ugh. Richie says it feels weird and delightful he says it's like i want it on my body but at the same time it's like oh my god i'm sticky he's really <laughs> Really detailed analysis. That's just really, really strange from Richie. I just don't understand how he doesn't realize the innuendo accompanying the thing that he is saying. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's speaking. He's so naive about it. It's really like a traumatic thing to watch, I think. But it does give us one of the best like visual scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Maybe I would say this is my might be my favorite scene. Of the entire show, except for the time that Richie said he was lonely, which I stand by as a thing that was fucking great for to be on yeah. TV. 
Well, that's just a genuinely good moment of TV. This is this is something else. This is more in the oddball territory. I want to say a quick shout out to my friend Josh, who sent me some Snapchats of uh, this scene that he had muted and was commentating over as if they were bathing in shit. Uh, <laughs> very, very funny. Um, there's no way I can share that with anyone, but it was just very funny. Um, but anyway, so we watch a bit more of this fucking human fondue. Um, it's intercut with the women at the house fuming about what might be happening on the date, and they clearly don't know how fucking weird and gross the, the date actually is. And, uh, yeah, it's it's really, really horrible, like Cronenbergian, like, body horror uh, sort of stuff. They're, they're, once, so once they start relaxing together in the tub, um, you know, the, the thrill is worn off a little bit. They're both really sticky and slimy, but they're, like, gliding their hands all around each other's bodies. It's absolutely it's, foul. Oh, it's really, it just, like, grossed me out. Yeah, like, I, I don't mean to be, like, a mood killer or whatever, but, like... <laughs> More than this the, chocolate bath was? Yeah, but, like, seeing this chocolate, like, seeping into the pores of their skin and, like, in amongst their body hair, it's so yuck. And, like, you see Alex in an interview afterwards, like, after she's gotten out of the tub and sort of it's dried and crusted onto her skin and stuff, uh, they're going full creature from the brown lagoon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, Richie gives Alex a chocolate-covered rose... Um, well, he kind of just drops the rose in the bath, actually, and fishes it out and gives it to her, which is so fucking I've got foul. you this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he restates that she ignites him. Cool. All right. D- yeah. He remembered. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I guess, you know, she's absolutely gorgeous or whatever. Um, Alex gets back to the mansion. She, like, struggles to redeem the, uh, to explain this uh, ridiculous date to the other women. Um, she goes, we literally got chocolate everywhere. And then one of the others is like everywhere. And she's like everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I bet the medics or whatever had like, had a field day. They had a real good time with that one. Yeah. I hope they thought that was worth it. Um, I mean it was, yeah, it was good TV. It was fun to watch. Um, I'll, I'll allow it. (laughs) Um, I think this was maybe the funniest when she's like crying and she's like, I just think our relationship is taking a whole new level. She's covered in chocolate and yeah. it looks like shit and it is so funny. It is my favorite really thing funny. to have watched. Yeah. There's a there's a picture of it on our Twitter feed if you want to go check it out. Um, she looks funny. Let's talk about this group date though. Can we talk about uh, one like, thing firstly? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Have you heard of a chocolate bath existing anywhere else? I I mean no, not real. Like you 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 hear of like a milk bath or whatever. Sure. Like that's that's an indulgent thing. But I don't, and I don't see how lint. It's an it's another example of like quite weird product placement on this show where like I don't necessarily see this being tied in with Lint's brand because they're all about like you know like decadent flavors and stuff like you know like finely balanced. But it, they're just in this like really watery tub of brown liquid. It doesn't seem like it's going to taste that good. You don't see him no, eating it at all. No, 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 no. That's the other thing. Like, I wonder if it is uh, edible and I wonder, yeah, I just, there's, there's nothing here that I really want to mm. want to have too much. But like, I have done a little bit of research on chocolate baths. Oh, okay. Over the last couple of days. They don't exist. I'm pretty sure. It's the not Hotel Hershey, which is a thing. Hotel Hershey. Uh, it's a thing in the US. Uh, yeah. It has a spa. Right. Okay. The yeah, closest yeah. that you can get is like it's called like a choco coconut. Cool. Uh, I'm into cool. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a coconut spa thing, and it's like they affectionately call it the chocolate spa. Right. But let's be real, because stop lying to the people. Stop lying. Hershey. Because this, this doesn't exist. Indulge in total yeah. luxury at the spa at the Hotel Hershey, sponsors of this podcast, uh, which is mm-hmm. affectionately known as the chocolate spa, but it actually contains no chocolate. Mm-hmm. We have to say that it's a disclaimer. It's part of our contract. It is, yeah. I just feel like this might have been a really unhealthy date. Like, do like I don't want to. Yeah. Do you absorb like the calories from chocolate if you bathe in it? You must do, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. And then like, how do you clean yourself? And look, imagine yeah. if they had just sent. They should have sent her back to the house like that. Yeah, that would have been what I think. They're like, what did you do on your date? She's like, do you want to guess? <laughs> we, we got involved in a blackface scandal. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing was like, she was uh, like, I have no way of explaining what has just happened. And it's like, yeah. chocolate is covering your entire body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It shouldn't take that much. It shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's talk about this group date. Sure. Uh, the clue is this is not just a fling. Um, it is for all eight girls, including Alex. Um, and, uh, guess what? It's bad. Um, a Scottish, 
It's Scottish. It's all Scottish. Because Richie's uh, surname, vaguely Scottish. Somewhat Scottish. Um, a yeah, so like a bagpipe band, I guess is what you call it. What do you what do you call them? A marching band of bagpipers. Look, do you know um, what's better than one bagpipe, Xavier? Uh, a whole shitload of them. <laughs> Three or four of the motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they, they greet the girls for this group date. Uh, Richie marches out in a kilt. Um, he says that, uh, you know, his, his name is Richie Strawn, and Strawn is a strong Scottish name, um, which means, yes, we're going to get an entire segment, like, soundtracked by bagpipe music and with a lot of kilt humour. Um, the girls are to compete in the Highland Games, um, which, is that the thing that's just finishing up in Rio that we're not meant to be talking about? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, um, yeah. they wouldn't come on board as a sponsor of this podcast, so I don't think mm. that it's, uh, we should give them any more lip service. No, I don't think so either, and, and, and boycott them if you would, please. <laughs> um, so Sarah and Rachel are picked as team captains uh, as the girls are divided in half, uh, and Richie is his own team, so it'll be a, like a one-on-one-on-one thing or like mm-hmm. a one-on-five-on-five on five or whatever um he says that he is quote a competitive beast and that he makes quote no apologies for what's about to go down so that's kind of scary it is kind um, of a little bit threatening yeah and it turns out what's about to go down is the women are forced to change into these like super skimpy quote-unquote kilts um with like high socks and low-cut shorts yeah like yeah i mean yeah okay sure like wear whatever you want but i don't think they're wearing whatever they want it's weird um, so they have a crack at the caber toss, um, which is like a big pole tossing thing, if you're not familiar with it. It is a watered down version of what the traditional caber toss is. Um, I've, I've, looked at, I've looked that up this week. Um, so uh-huh. traditionally, uh, the caber is a large larch tree, um, and it is about 19 feet or 6 inches, or nearly 6 meters tall, and weighs yeah. about 80 kilograms. Right. Okay. So what we have here is like uh, what I feel like traditional caber tosses. This is what they're known as, um, <laughs> and it is an appropriate term for Richie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they would look at that and be like, "Ah, it's a wee baby Scottish tree." <laughs> That's my uh, Scottish. What accent. would they be like? Sorry, I think the audio cut out on this Skype call. Do you mind just repeating that for me, please? Oh yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. It would be like, "Ah, it's a wee Scottish baby tree." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, th- th- that Look, sounded good. Uh, at this point, uh, I would like to inform you that my girlfriend has turned the podcast off. Um, if you never hear from me again, it is because I promised her that I would not do any impressions uh, on this podcast. <laughs> oh, that no. time, I couldn't help myself. Um, she's got a very cute impression, if we, if we can just get sidetracked uh, very quickly. Sure. Her impression is uh, of a New Zealand version of The Nanny. <laughs> okay And this is this is all it is She goes Yeah The ninny nim friend <laughs> That's great It's really have you good you ever heard, Have you ever heard the audio of me and my uh, ex-girlfriend Singing the nanny theme song from memory? No Maybe I'll put it at the end of this episode Maybe you should <laughs> so, Yeah, just stick it in yeah. there Yeah Yeah Because um, neither of us remember it very well Anyway, we are <laughs> sidetracked right now um, Richie wins the cable toss pretty handily Thanks to his upper body strength All right cool. He can toss a log Yeah, cool date Um there's another game where they have to catapult a sack over a bar, which is like being gradually raised. Um, it's sort of like, I guess, like a reverse limbo kind of thing. Sure. Um, I forget what they called it. Anyway, um, Richie is eliminated in this game by Elena. Um, I guess Elena's good at it because like Ukraine and Scotland geographically like quite close <laughs> together. Yeah, she's done the sheaf toss before. It's a sheaf toss. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Rachel is unable to win it for her uh, blue team. Um, who are yet to score. So uh, the, the, it's a red team win. The uh, The final round requires the challengers to eat a big old haggis. Yeah, and it's kind of gross, the uh, level of weed enculturation that is happening here because all the women are like, ew, what is this? Yeah. Foreign culture. But like haggis, like it's food. Like it's people eat it. It's normal. It's essentially um, like a pie, right? Yeah, well, yeah, Osher explains it's kind of just essentially just like a big sausage. He's like the voice of reason. He's like, don't be afraid. Like, it's food. Like, people eat this. It's he is fine. the very vegan source of, uh, voice of reason. True. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I wonder how he felt during this episode, which is very non-vegan friendly. Interestingly, he tweeted out and he was like, yeah, I just try and make people aware of the consequences of what they're doing. But I don't mm-hmm. judge people if they're eating meat or, you know, by the choices that they choose to make. God damn, Osher Ginsberg, voice of reason. You are perfect, Osher. What come an on incredible the pod. man. Yeah, come on the pod. 
Um, so the women are allowed to tag team this challenge because um, there's five of them, or you know, there's a few of them on a team. Uh, and Richie is forced to eat his alone, so he's basically just given up towards the end. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, the blue team win it pretty handily, um, which means the score is a three-way tie. And uh, guess what happens? Seen Nothing. This coming. Yeah. There's, so there's no like sudden death round or anything. Everyone's a winner. Uh, and so they're all invited to a traditional Scottish Kaylee, which Osher explains is basically just a knees up. Um, it's a dance. It's a wacky and embarrassing dance um, where the women like form a circle around Richie and they do the dance and they all laugh about how weird Scotland is, I guess. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. They're all trying to eat the one big hunk of meat. Uh, and then they're all trying to s- circle around the one big mm. hunk of meat. Yeah. It's, mm, it's not like... Richie's a the, bit uh, of a haggis. He is a bit of a haggis, if we're going <laughs> to yeah. be quite honest. Yeah. Um, so Sarah finds a second to chat to Richie for basically the first time, um, which, which really irks Alex. Um, Richie's first and only question for Sarah is, do you have a deal breaker in a relationship? Um, Richie's chat, uh, we've well documented, is very bad. He's, yeah, um, he's not very good at it. But Sarah can't really answer that. She can't really think of something or whatever. She um, says, oh, no, 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 I don't really have anything. She's to like, well, well, I just haven't thought of anything. Yeah, she's like, well, I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Audio Boys. <laughs> um, Richie thinks that it's important that a woman is comfortable in her own skin and doesn't need to put on a bunch of makeup, I guess he talks about this. This is weird. I don't like this, Richie. What if she likes wearing makeup? Yeah, Fuck stop you. fucking it's not dance, your choice. But like, yeah, exactly. Get out of here. Like, why should that matter to you? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I guess if Sarah has anything to say about that, it's edited out. That's the end of it. <laughs> we go to an ad break. Um, yeah. So I don't... love that he's like, I just want a woman who's comfortable in her own skin. And then he's like, by the way, I just put this woman uh, in a vat of chocolate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I created an extra skin, like another layer of skin for her out of uh, cheap. Like, what is it? It's just, just be fucking power, comfortable, right? Alex. Just be comfortable. Yeah, just chill out. Cool. <laughs> um, okay, so we go to the cocktail party. Um, apparently, Alex has a new nickname, which is Andre Haggisy, which is hilarious. That's very funny. Five stars to whoever came up with that. I am sure they are not a uh, person on this show. I'm sure they're a producer <laughs> or someone behind the scenes. Um, so most of this is like shown from Sarah's point of view. Um, she's getting some counseling from the other women. She's talking about how as an intruder, she's like behind the eight ball. She wants to make an impression. It's important to her. Yada, yada. Uh, Richie steals Elena away. Um, at, at which point Kiki calls her mysterious again. Um, great season. Yep. Uh, and says that Richie needs to find out quote, what makes her tick? Um, Rachel refers to Elena as the Ukrainian vault. Um, with Alex saying she's the hardest nut to crack. Um, just a lot of weirdness here. Okay. Rachel reckons Richie is in it for the chase, and, like, you know, he doesn't have a problem with not knowing that much. Like, that's kind of fun and cool or whatever. Um, but he's, quote, chipping away at a rock that isn't giving way. There's a lot of mixed metaphors being thrown around, basically. Let me ask like, you this question, Xavi, yeah, to continue yeah. the, uh, the metaphors. Is the juice worth the squeeze with Elena? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. There's, uh, uh, Richie's worried that his relationship with Elena is two steps forward, one step back. I, I just quoted probably five or six different, <laughs> different pieces of nonsense that everyone's we just... get together, because I... Yes. Um, uh, so Elena reckons that he doesn't know her yet, um, and that it takes time to develop those kinds of feelings. Um, so she's trying to be open and honest with Richie, but it doesn't really seem to be boding that well for her. That's why I'm confused by this 40, what was it, 43%? Yeah, yeah, she's forty-five percent of the love leaderboard. Yeah, which is like, I, I'm seeing signs here. I don't think she's going to win. Yeah, as, uh, unless she can really turn it around. No, I'm just kind of thinking like in this, in this situation uh, where Richie's clearly like she's hot and I want to learn about her, and Elena's like I don't like talking. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I mean, like, give me a reason to care first. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, which That's one? what true love looks like to most of Australia, forty-five percent of Australia. Yes, it does. Um, and which one in this situation is Paula Abdul, and which one is MC Scat Cat? You know, <laughs> I think the Australian public is the MC Scat Cat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So we go to a rose ceremony. Uh, the immaculately groomed Osher Ginsburg greets the women uh, and reveals that rich. Um, so he's this guy, I- I'd say he's kind of like a media tycoon. Gotcha. Um, if I had to describe him in two words, that would definitely be the ones that I would choose. Yep. 
Um, What's and, his hair uh, yeah. like? It's very good, Max. Mm. It's very good. You have to take my word for it. Sure. Um, so he reveals that Richie has just six roses to give out, which uh, w- with Alex safe from her date means one woman will be going home. Uh, so and yes, down to a final seven. Is that uh, that's right. Now? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, um, and one, two, Richie, three, four, five, six, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're really getting down there, right? Wow. There's not going to be any more intruders, I don't think. Either. I don't think there's going to is... be any more intruders. I don't think we're going to see Kiki for much longer. No. We definitely are Sorry. the cream of the uh, proverbial crop. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you know so... what's interesting about that, Xavier? What's that? Cream is white. Mmm, and blonde, I guess, right? That's that's where I was going with it. Yeah, yeah. So Richie picks blonde after blonde. I think he I think he basically picks in order of blondness. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, he's you like see, blonde. Nikki gets picked first, and I think... Uh, uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah as well. Yep. Sarah is yep, yep. also there. Um, oh no, she's not picked first. She's she's towards the end. In fact, no, she's sent home. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's down to Rachel and Sarah, and ultimately <laughs> Richie sends Sarah home. Um, so yeah, we still have one honest to god brunette um, left in the game with blonde highlights. Yeah, with blonde highlights. She's a she's a blonde. Yeah, she's okay. a blonde. Yep. Um, Sarah hopes that the perfect man will be waiting out there on a dirt bike for her. Sure. <laughs> uh, doesn't have to be on a dirt bike, Sarah. <laughs> um, anyway, I guess Richie's deal breaker is women who don't appear to have a deal breaker. You know what I mean? That's it. Uh, yep. My girlfriend said exactly the same thing as the episode concluded. Mm. There you go. Um, and we see a little bit of next time. Uh, Nikki hits the road with Richie in a classic automobile. Wow. Bo- another car date. Yes. Yeah, How so many car dates boring. and boat dates have we been on this season? I feel like it's almost all been, like, so, so many of them have either been, like, sport or, like, petrol. It's true. Richie fucking loves a Sunday drive, I think, if we know anything about him. Or maybe he can take the boat out and you can have a couple of uh, orange mimosas because that is not a thing that is illegal Mm. at all to boat and Mm. and drunk. Yeah, exactly. Drunk Um, boat. That's a new one. (laughs) It's a new song coming from Max Quinn called Drunk Boat. Oh, I thought that was a Taylor Swift song already. <laughs> now we got drunk boat. Do you know, it, it is though, uh, when we speak of uh, Taylor Swift in relation to this, there's that lyric that uh, Taylor Swift has where it's like, loving you is like driving a new Maserati down a dead end street. And mm. I just can't find that to be as relatable as loving you is like driving a a vintage Mercedes with the license plate 69 Benz uh, mm-hmm. down to Mudgee. <laughs> <laughs> down to Mudgy. Well, that's the thing. Like the impression that he's giving these women is that like he's a cool guy who has lots of money and can race around in sports cars and shit. But like outside of the context of the show, that's not necessarily what you're going to get. I think that's like, necessarily. He hasn't true. got a production budget. No. Um, and so and it's you're going to get a lot of just Sunday drives in like a more shit car. Like that's that's all that this guy knows how to do. Yeah, sure. On his in his 2006 Hyundai gets. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, is the oil rig out on an... Or I don't know what an oil rig really looks like. Is it inland? Is it on the water? I'm, I'm willing to believe it's out on the episode. water. You remember there was like a crusty burger out at sea? <laughs> yes, that's all I'm thinking of as well. <laughs> 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 yeah, we, we're city boys. Well, I don't know. We're not, not strictly city boys, but we're not oil rig boys. Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah, the only rig I care about is my, uh, my hot bod. My sweet upper body. Yeah, that's right. Um, just something from this next time, like when Nikki's out in the car with Richie, she says in a chat, if you choose me, you will have all of me. What the hell is that, Nikki? I don't know. Where's that coming from? I don't know. I think she's really like laying her, sorry, I'll go again. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think she's really like lifting up her leg and trying to piss all over him. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. She's claiming the territory. Yeah. Um, down and he's like. I can deal with this. I like this. This smells nice. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't have a problem with it. I don't, I don't want people to think that I'm, like, being conservative and thinking that, like, you know, a, a woman who is, a, a, you know, that, that active and stuff is, like, a problem. No, it's good. Uh, I think it's good, but it's just very, like, just for the teaser, I guess. Yeah. H- having that be, like, the only thing that she says in this little 30-second spot is, like, very weird. It's very, it's very strange. strange. Can we also talk uh, about the vitriol that continues against Alex? Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Um, because I've seen it so much on the internet this week, and Australia is really not behind her. And the most popular one uh, that I've seen, the most popular term is uh, that she's being referred to as a stage five clinger. I've heard that too, yeah. And, I don't fr- really... and from people who I'm friends with, like, you know, and, and I, I can see kind of the point, like, or, you know, I, I don't know how I would handle what she is doing if it was happening to me. 
Um, but it's vitriolic. It's very strongly worded stuff. It really is. And people, yeah, just are not behind her. I'm, I'm looking at the Urban Dictionary definition of stage five clinger <laughs> right now. Oh, it comes yeah. from the movie Wedding Crashes. Oh, really? I didn't know that. The movie Wedding no. Crashes is also how I found my favorite band, The Weaker Thans, uh, because their song Aside is at the end of it. That came mm. out in like 2006, maybe? 2005? Probably. Yeah. Oh, 10 years. Um, a person who is obsessive over the guy or girl who took their virginity, usually someone who is very insecure, a bitch, needy, or clingy. Thank you for that, mm. Urban Dictionary. Mm. Mm. Yeah, whoever wrote that uh, maybe is uh, also one of the voices speaking out against Alex, I guess. <laughs> it's quite possible. I don't know. I just don't think that there's anything that wrong with her being good and in love with him. And I like, I've kind of, I've kind of settled with the fact that it's kind of okay to not have any chill about the person that you clearly love. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so let's let's think about, like, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn in Wedding Crashes. <laughs> These guys are really close. Sure. And, and you know, they're, they're hanging out all the time. They go to weddings together. There's, like, you know, there's 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 romance around them. Uh-huh. And, like, it's not a big deal. Nobody spoke out. Nobody was like, oh, they're too in love with each other. It's too it's too real. They're stage five clingers. <laughs> but that's what life's <laughs> like. You know, you find someone. Yeah, you find someone you click with. And then you go crash weddings with him. That's exactly right. And that's, I think, all Alex wants to do. Yeah, She's basically. an easy target, I will say. Um, yeah. I had some fun this week uh, tweeting about Alex and Offspring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you uh, you blew up. You got we, viral. We, we got a little bit viral with our tweet yeah. about Richie having some of his sperm frozen. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm offering it to you so that you can have another child, um, <laughs> which is the uh, preview from the show Offspring, which I haven't which... watched, but I think the girl's husband is dead. I haven't watched show. it either, but if you've watched Bachelor at all on Ten Play or on uh, Telly, you have seen this commercial fucking three hundred billion times. It's true. Um, so yeah, that was nice. I like that. Um, I want to say something about Rachel McAdams and Isla Fisher, but I'm just going to move on. <laughs> I'm just going to move on. Yeah. Um, we should probably end the podcast, Maxie. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Um, next week. What do you reckon? Who's going home? Ooh. I mean, I I want to say it's not going to be Kiki, but she does have brown hair. I just feel like it's coming. Like, yeah, but I yeah, think Kiki it, isn't long for this world. I don't think Rachel McAdams is uh, <laughs> long for this world either. Yeah. Well, there's, there's next next week. We also saw like there's there's what looks like an army like obstacle course, like a training course oh, thing. For fuck's sake. Which like oh can't wait. Great, awesome. Yeah, more more like physical tests of strength. <laughs> I don't understand any of this shit. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh boy, strength and yeah. valor. I can't wait until we get to the Bachelorette and we watch these men do this. Right? Yes. That's what's going to happen. They're definitely yes. putting men through physical tests like this. Yeah, absolutely. So that they yeah. can be compatible for the woman. And also making them do shopping and cooking and stuff for them. Blech. Actually, they did do that on Bachelorette last season. Did they? Oh, fuck yeah. that. Yeah, they were like, oh, I'll, I'll make the... Uh, I think Richie was like, oh, I'll make the aperitifs because it's easy. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, let's wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Again, we're still getting so much really nice feedback from people, and uh, it's really exciting that everyone's so engaged. Um, if you want to, you can follow our podcast on Twitter, where we tweet about The Bachelor. If you've heard of this show, it's a pretty fun watch. So check out BOH Pod on Twitter because we actually did come here to make friends. It's true. Um, and were we not new and noteworthy? Is that a thing that happened for a bit last week? I got a text from friend of the show. Well, he's not a friend of the yeah. Nah, he's he's a friend of the show. I like friend him. of the show. He's yeah, um, Alexi Toliopoulos let me know that he had seen us on the new and noteworthy list uh, on on when he was browsing iTunes. I could not verify this claim, and he didn't send me a screenshot, so it might be made up. But you know, it's exciting nonetheless. Look, um, uh, the potentially new and noteworthy podcast, The Bachelor of Hearts. Thanks you for listening. Yes, um, and I do want to say, if you want us to be happy, please. Go on your iTunes podcast app. Mm-hmm. Go search for Bachelor of Hearts. Mm-hmm. Click on it. Click the thing that says reviews. Click the thing that says write a review. And then write a review and give us five stars. Pretty please. I love you. That'd be so nice. Thank you very much. We'll take you on a Ferrari date. Yeah. No why way. not? Yeah. Um, no maybe we should Absolutely start like re- maybe we should start like reading out some reviews on the show or something if we have time. Let's do that. Because um, that'll read the ones encourage that we some wrote. people. That'd be great. Um, oh, yeah. The other thing that I wanted to mention just before we go is uh, that... Scottish Haggis State was also sponsored by an energy drink called Unbra. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were there. It's it's spelled like Iron Brow or something. It's just I-R-N-B-R-U. Yeah, right. Unbra. 
And they were very, very much like it was right in the spotlight. And this is the only thing that could quench their haggis thirst. It is a Scottish carbonated soft drink, as I have just learned. Mm. Um, otherwise known as Scotland's other national drink after whiskey. Oh, right. That's crazy. Okay. I had no idea that that's what that was. Yeah. I've seen it around, I think, in like maybe specialty groceries or whatever. Like, sure. Or like, I don't know, like overseas, maybe. Uh huh. Um, um, never tried like, it. Yeah, don't know what it is. Around for more than a hundred years. No way. It in Scotland, it directly competes with Coca Cola and Pepsi. Wow. I wonder what it tastes like. Maybe we should track some of this stuff down. Let's track some Urnbrew down. Um, yeah. And we can uh, give it a go next week on the show, dude. We can do it for our new podcast, Urnbrews. <laughs> Where we try a different Scottish soft drink every week, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So, thanks again for listening. Um, we'll be Here back next week with Here another... Xavier's fun goodbye. Stop spoiling it! <laughs> uh, and uh, look, listen, you know, I mean, like, it's time for me to say the classic catchphrase that I've definitely got written Here down somewhere. And as always, we wish you all, all right, that's it. Goodbye. See ya. the best. Goodbye, Xavier Betsky Noonan. It's me. Shouldn't have said that bit because you didn't say I'm Max Quinn. Oh, well. Bye. She was working as a villain flushing queens till a boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. She's out on a fanny. Something. Who? Wait. Who, who no, would have guessed who that the girl guess we described was just exactly what the doctor prescribed? Now they watch out, CC, and the kids are actually learning such wildly. She had style. She had flair. She was there. That's why she became the nanny. Who would have guessed that the girl we described? That's exactly what the doctor described. Now the doctor's actually smiling. Now the doctor's smiling. (laughs) Watch out, Cece! And the kid's actually smiling. Swalavi, she was out on her fanny. No, she was out on her fanny. She's a lady in red when everybody else is wearing tan. She had style. She had flair. She was there. That's why she became the nanny. The nanny's name's Fran. The nanny named Fran.